The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy, Roger. You got bassy on that one. Yeah, man. This, Ooh. That, that flu cough, man, it, that was it, it lowered my voice. I'm sounding more like a man. Damn, dude. Yeah. Sounding more like a man. Good buddy Roger's balls done dropped, and I am your good buddy, Brandon. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roger, it's that time. It's it's the time of the season. Boy, God. For tears. Is it? So here's the thing, dude. I was like, I was like. You know, going into this, I was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad of a season. I might even, there might not even be very many good things that aren't sequels. I can catch up on some stuff I wanted to. Nope. There are 33 goddamn new anime. I fully underestimated how many new shows there were this season. I thought it was going to be kind of chill. Uh, I don't know why I thought that. I just, yeah. I think it's because, like, so many of them came out in, like, like that's a ton for, like, two weeks to drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. But yes, we have 33 shows here. We're back again. Welcome to Good Buddy Brandon's Mount Vibe Check slash uh, our Good Buddies tier list. Uh, we're back again. We're doing the thing. Same as mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, if you will, a beautiful snowy mountain. And that is how we rate these. Starting all the way. What's the best ones, Roger? Well, they made it to the tippity top. Oh, the tippity top. Uh, just below that, we have uh, those who are doing, you know, hitting the slopes, you yeah, know, having a little fun, throwing some fun. snowballs on the snowy white plains of doing Zigging and zagging. We got the ones that, they're not all the way out, but they are teetering, my friends. They are the cliffhangers. And then we have uh, the straight up boo-boo garbage, uh, as I would rate it. And honestly, I mean, there's a couple that are straight up boo-boo garbage. One that is more garbage than the other this season, but we'll see. Um, and those are in the glacial chasm. And finally... We have those at the very bottom. Because what's worse, being bad or being boring? Those that didn't even make it to the mountain, they're snoozing at the lodge. Uh, and we we going to do it, man. We going to do yeah. it up. I'm Roger? A, I'm pretty excited. I did. For I think this is a – not only do I think it's a record for how many anime we've ranked yes. before, Maybe. but this is a record for how many anime I've watched for this. Yeah, you I actually watched, watched 10 new fucking shows. That's almost one-third. Yep, almost. <laughs> I thought I was doing goddamn good, dude. Yeah. I went out of my comfort zone and watched some shows that I normally wouldn't. Um, And I actually think I watched shows from uh, at least most categories. I don't know if I watched anything from The Glacial Chasm, but... Mm, Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, We'll see. But yeah, we'll find out. As always, uh, I did watch at least one episode of every one of these. I I did one episode of every one of these. There's a couple that I watched another episode of after I wrote up my little write-up, but... Uh, so this is mostly a Brandon tier list. Uh, Roger yep. will chime yep. in, and he we're will gonna, have we're gonna he will have his influence. I'm gonna pick five out the gate that I have that not you seen. did not see. Okay, yep. the six will be the whenever I start chiming in, and then we can do about me one and every three. Yeah, that'll so, be pretty good. But, uh, yeah. uh, oh, and uh, as always, this is of course fully our opinions. Uh, yeah, so, so if you don't like what Brandon says, go fuck yourself. No, nah, I mean I wouldn't say all that. I would say <laughs> if you dis if you disagree, by all means let us know. 
uh, if you think that I rated one of these too low or maybe too high. You can tell Brandon to go fuck himself. You can tell me to go fuck myself and that I should take another look and maybe watch a couple more episodes. Because honestly, <laughs> there's too many this season. Everything's not getting the three-episode treatment from me. But if you tell, if y'all tell me, like, hey, actually, this thing that you think is garbage is actually going to be pretty. That's good. what happened to Vivi. That's what happened with Vivi. I had Vivi weighted weighed way too way too low when we did that tier list, and y'all told me to check it out. And you know what? Y'all were right. I do not mind admitting I'm wrong. So let me know if I'm wrong. And if you don't want to tell me that, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But here we go, uh, Roger. What do you want to start with? Uh, Give me five that you did not watch. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna start uh, now. I do. I will not, you know, stop you, but. I would encourage you to keep these maybe, you know, a couple minutes around. I'm going to try to. Because there are a There's lot. There's a lot. There's a <laughs> whole lot, y'all. Um, I can't read this one very well over here. Oh, that, that is yeah, The Angel is Next Door. The Angel Next Door. Spoils me rotten. Let's do it. All right. I have so many notes. All right. Uh, the Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Uh, not a bad show. Are your notes a... alphabetized? No, God, okay. no. Uh, it would just be too much, quite frankly. Uh, here's what's great about my notes app, though, is I can just search through them. Ba-bing. There we Bam. go. So the angel next door spoils me rotten. Uh, we got a high school dude. He sees the popular girl in his class sitting in the rain, crying even, as he's walking home. And he gives her his umbrella, despite her saying, no, I'm fine. And the next day, he's caught a cold. Now, seeing as how this popular girl is also his neighbor in their apartment complex, she decides to care for his sick ass and later cooks for him and helps him clean his dirty ass place. It feels like a I can fix him kind of premise, Mm -hmm. you know, but ultimately it's a little slow. Uh, The art is not bad. You know, it's about average. And I don't know. I just don't know how much meat there is on this bone. It's fine. It's meh. I'm not going to call it full-on snoozing because there is more boring stuff this season, but I am going to put it in cliffhanger. Okay. That's our first cliffhanger. I'm going to tell you all right now, a lot of stuff this season hit that average spot. There is going to be a lot of cliffhangers. Okay. What do you got next? Let's go with the Magical Revolution. Okay. The Magical Revolution uh, of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady. Now, that is way too long a title, but I'll tell you, it's a pretty good premiere. We got a young noblewoman. It is an isekai. She remembered her past life uh, at five years old, and now she dreams of using magic to fly. Unlike the other nobles, though, she was born without the ability to use magic, and so she creates magical tools to adventure with. Meanwhile, her snooty-ass a-hole of an other older brother has decided to eschew his arranged marriage and, rather than annulling it through legitimate means, accuses his bride to be a, of... Uh, excuse me, accuses his bride-to-be of villainous behavior in public and renounces her. Now, that's a lot to take in. Point is, dude's an asshole. He accuses her in front of the whole freaking student body at this big banquet. And right then is where the isekai girl slams through the window on her flying broom that she's been making. And she says, oh, well, that shit ain't right. I'm going to marry her instead. And that is the show. <laughs> it, it looks decent. It's got good hooks. I am into this one. I kind of struggle with it. I think I'm going to put it on a doing just fine. I think that's where it's, it's going to end doing up. Doing just fine. Okay. I, I do enjoy this one. I almost put it in tippy top, but I think I'm going to put it in doing just fine. Okay. Okay. If it didn't have such a long title, maybe. All right, dude. Let's go with chilling in my 30s. Oh, God. Okay, so chilling in my 30s. After getting fired from the Demon King's army. I can Look read at you. You can bit, read yeah. that one. Chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. We got a low rig demon guy. His name is Daryl. He gets kicked out of the Demon Lord's army for being a weak-ass loser who can't even use magic. 
the one thing that separates demons from humans using magic. They look exactly the same in this one. No horns or nothing. He travels for a bit, ends up in a human village after saving a young woman from a monster. It is there that he learns not only is he in fact a human, haha, but his human stats are fucking maxed out perfect. He's the best at regular slashing and smashing and shooting and all that stuff. Sucking and fucking, you know. Sucking and fucking. Uh... <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, decent animation. It's okay for like one of those accidentally awesome premises. Seems more interested at staring at the village girl's titties than forming a cohesive plot. Sucking and fucking. Sucking and fucking. I got this one in cliffhanger. It's okay. not bad. There's better stuff. There's worse stuff. It's a cliffhanger. All right, man. Let's check out Reborn to the Master, the blader from Hero okay. King. To I'll, Extraordinary Squire. Boy, real close. Real close you got on that one. Uh, Reborn to Master the Blade. Oh, uh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Reborn to Master the Blade, colon, from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire. Okay. So we got an old man. He's the king, the founder of his nation. The first thing you see is him dying peacefully in his bed. He's surrounded by friends and family. And his last wish, the patron goddess of his, she shows up to watch him go. His last wish, he wants to be reborn so that instead of focusing on, you know, building this nation and protecting his people, he can focus on what he really wanted to do, which was be the best at the sword. Uh, sometime later, he gets his wish. Not clear exactly how long later it takes him to be reincarnated. But he does get his wish. He is then shocked, shocked that he, <gasps> that he has been reincarnated as a girl. Now, I don't love how the intro and outro seem very intent on looting up the main character and her fellow swordswomen, but... First episode, pretty fucking decent. The art is okay. Characters are a little bit one-dimensional, but what do you expect, honestly? Uh, this is one of three different, um, like, gender bin shows this season, and I think it's the best one. I'm going to put it in a doing just fine. And I will also throw out, this is the only show this season that features a, a baby Kamehameha-ing a dragon. So that's okay. pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah, not bad. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. What you got next? Uh, I want to know about this one because I was curious, but I was not bold enough oh to watch it. Uh, saving 80,000 gold in another world for my retirement. I kind of feel this one. Yeah. I kind of feel it. Relatable. Uh, okay. So, man. Okay. It's so, an isekai. You know how hard it is for me to click on an isekai. It, it is an isekai. It's a little bit of a weird one. So, girl gets pushed off a cliff and ends up in another world. That's mm. how this one starts with her just flying off a cliff. She did not, however, die. Turns out that as she was falling, she somehow collided with this interdimensional MacGuffin character. I don't know. He looks like a lucky cat, and she, like, apparently slams into him and gets a little bit of his power. Uh, and now she can travel between these worlds at will. Now, having been recently orphaned, her family and brother died in an accident. She's all alone. She decides to use this power to make enough money to live comfortably. She's going to, like, get stuff from the real world. Maybe she can sell it in this world, vice yeah, versa. so we're looking at, like, kind of an Inuasha situation. Here. A little bit. Kind of, sort of, a little bit. It's uh, a back and forth. It yeah. is at least an interesting concept. The execution, I found to be a little lackluster, goes from, like, real goofy jokes to, like, monster stabbing covered in blood real quick. Like, damn near break your neck quick. And the animation is just not very good, honestly. I, I don't think I'm going to keep up with this one. It's at least an interesting premise, but ultimately, it's a snoozer. Snoozing at the lodge. 
Okay, dude. Uh, now it is finally that time. We have made it. Okay, what's the first one you want to talk let's, about that you let's, watched? Let's go on the theme of long titles here. Oh, boy. And let's go with Ninjin Fushin. Adventurers, uh, adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. Ningen Fushin. All right. So this is a fantasy series with four adventurers who are betrayed by those that they trust. This guy was kicked out of his party and became an idol otaku because idols exist here. This girl was kicked to the curb by her jealous fiance, not unlike that other show I just talked about. And this guy was falsely accused of molesting a young girl. And he's a priest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Anyway, it's all pretty standard. They trust no one else, so they decide to form an adventuring party together. It's kind of the same old, same old, like it's nothing you haven't seen before. What do you think, man? Because I know where I would put it. I, you know, like I said, I don't know that I watched anything bad enough to be uh, in the chasm. Yeah, in the chasm. I don't, I actually don't even, maybe it does belong in the chasm because I don't, I mean, it was kind of fucking boring. It took it took forever yeah. to get to anything. For me, I've, I... I wouldn't I've, call it a cliffhanger. It's I either in it, the chasm or in the lodge. I had it wavering cliffhanger to snoozing. I dropped it into snoozing. Snoozing? Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, because this There's show, worse stuff, but... Not, not only... The thing about the show is not only, you know, <laughs> are all the characters a bunch of fucking sad sacks. Yes. Um... The only one that's even a little bit interesting is, like, the dragon girl, and she yeah. mostly just yells and get drunk. Yep, yep, pretty much. <laughs> but it looks like she has, like, some serious trauma or something. Yeah, and it's like, So it's geez, gonna, dude. it's gonna, it's gonna explore some of that darker, that darker area, which, you know, if that's your thing, fine. Um, I just did not, maybe, maybe I would make them lose even more faith in humanity because mm. I just did not fucking care. There you go. So there we go, man. I'm with you. All right, what's next? Uh, okay, next. Next, let's go to uh, the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. I'm going to knock out all these big titles first. All right. Not a bad way to do it. All right. The reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. So here's the thing. This one's a little bit of a trip. So it's an isekai. Starts with a dude on the back of a dragon. He is throwing down these paper charms, blowing up demons and shit. Like, this is your titular exorcist. Looks pretty rad. That was apparently the real world. Because <laughs> then... That dude uh, gets dead and is reincarnated as a kid in a noble family. You took, you you showed me something that's actually interesting and then flipped it into that same old boring isekai bullshit. Kid has no magic power, but unbeknownst to everyone else, he has immense spiritual power, which means he does in fact have magic power, whatever. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, it's just a different kind of magic. Blah, blah, blah. The kid deals with a shitty older brother, emotionally detached flaw there, blah, blah. You know what it is. Art is kind of meh. Uh, it holds my interest only because the main character isn't a shitty, like, teen or wasn't a sh wasn't in the real world a shitty teen or middle-aged worker. He was a badass demon slayer who got too strong and died for it. So now he's trying to lay low. It's the same old, same old. The main character is a little less stale than normal, you know? It's not. It's not trash. I don't know. Mm. I. I still think it's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. It's a pretty good cliffhanger, but it is hanging. Bam. There you okay, go. It's hanging in there. What you got? Uh, let's go with Indo and Kobayashi Live, the latest on Sundere Villainous. Uh, I'm not. Lysolet. Lysolet. There we go. It's like Charlotte, but Lysolet at the beginning. Lysolet. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I don't think we've hit one other than this one yet that's been on high dive. I'm trying to remember which ones are on high dive. All of these are on Crunchyroll unless I say otherwise. So this one's on high dive. 
uh, and this show is a fucking trip. All right, stay with me here. So it's it's an Atome game world, right? You know, you, you, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a dating sim. You play the girl, you meet all the cute boys. There's always a bad girl character who gets her comeuppance, right? So it's an Atome game world. The main girl is a commoner at the Magic Academy. There's a ton of cute boys. Sundere is fuck villainous name, Lysalot. Here is the gimmick. In the real world, we got a guy and a gal who are playing this game together. So he gives uh, little commentaries and stuff, and she, knowing all the characters, gives analysis like they're goddamn Taz and Excalibur, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not bad. It's kind of interesting. Here's the catch. The dashing prince in this game can fucking hear them. So while they're talking about this, these characters, he's like, what, what's that? The voice of the gods? And, like, he hears them talking. That collectively freaks our, uh, freaks our desk team's beans and then inspires them to give him advice so that the villainess can have a happy ending. They like the villainess. She's not bad. She's just misunderstood and a little, you know, too hot and cold about it. Normally, no matter what, that character dies. But they want to give her a happy ending, right? It's decently cute. It's a little too fucking convoluted. I don't hate it. I just don't see it going the distance. So this is another one going into the cliffhangers. Cliffhanger. It's a high cliffhanger, but it's a cliffhanger. Okay. So let's talk about campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill. All right. So I told you before that there's a couple, shockingly, there were a couple of isekais I really enjoyed this I season. I did watch this one. You watched this yep. one. So... There's three young heroes summoned to another world. Their skills are appraised, and they are conscripted by the king to defeat the demon lord. But this is not about them. This is about the middle-aged rando who got caught in the isekai wormhole with them. And his skill uh, is also appraised, but rather than lightning magic or holy blade, his power is online grocery shopping. This one really took me by fucking surprise. It looks really good. Yep. Uh, it managed to actually make me laugh. It's a wholesome cooking show. Oh, I show. think MAPPA does this show. Yeah, MAPPA yeah. does this one. It's a really just a decent, wholesome cooking show. A little bit of intrigue as the kingdom our guy starts in is apparently planning some shady wars. Like, the king and stuff is like, oh, we're in such horrible, horrible, dire straits. But, like, he's covered in gold. He's yeah. got all these rings and jewelry, and they're like, Err. Yeah, this guy perceives it, and he's about to bug the fuck he's out. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Takes his little 20 gold and bails, baby. But yeah, it's like it's really decent. What'd you think, man? I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um I I actually enjoyed it more than, you know, I think I would a lot of these guys. Yeah. Uh I thought that it kinda it kinda gave me slime vibes. A little bit. A little bit. I really um, liked uh there's a bit toward the end where he's cooking for what appears to be a fucking god. Yeah, a Fenrir or whatever. Yeah, and when they the first time he like runs over there, he's like, Give me more food. He like yeah. runs over, starts cooking, and they hit the old school cartoon bongo sound. Yeah. <laughs> like like fucking Shaggy taking off running. It, yeah. I, this little bits like that really got me, man. I yeah, liked Yeah, and and his comrades, his, his little crew that he's traveling with yeah. right now. Uh they're they're pretty good and he learns that, you know, like with his other skill of a appraisal, mm-hmm. he can see that his food is making them stronger. Yeah. And like the other thing, I really enjoy the art style here because like when you look at the main dude, our 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 isekai boy, he looks like regular anime character. When you look at the other characters, yeah. they actually look, look like, like a slightly more westernized, like fantasy yeah. kind of art style. I really I really like this one. Yeah, Roger. I thought it was pretty good. Um I don't know that I would put it in the tippity top. Maybe you will. I will let you put it there. I would, 
I would say that it's doing just fine, but I I have it written as a tippity top. Okay, tippity top. There you go. Okay. I think it's our first one. Okay. I really like this okay. one. I thought it was very cute. Uh, uh, I did watch another isekai, which I liked more. So I would probably. Re- oh, yes. Okay. There you go. Um, okay. So let's do. I, I will leave it up to you if you want to swap those later. No, we'll, I don't. We'll get to. I don't. Um, let's see here. Let's go with the Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Ah, this one. Kind of whatever, right? Uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> I typed in Ice Blade wrong. There we go. The Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. All right. This one's going to be pretty short. First day at Sorcerer School. New guy is immediately ostracized because he's the first non-noble to ever attend. Of course, he's super OP and charms like five different girls, and they all have the titties out in the outro. Oh, sorry, I'm doing a thing. Uh, at least it has a couple funny bits, but mostly it's the same old bullshit. I, I like that description. Sounds like eight other fucking shows I've watched in the past two years. So it's a snoozer. snoozer. It's a fucking snoozer. Snoozing at the fucking lodge. Oh, right it's here. a snoozer. It's such a snoozer. Uh, but we have not found anything in the chasm yet. So. Not yet. I, I don't mind telling you, there's not a lot in the chasm. There's a couple. Well, let's go ahead and do the Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel. Northern War. This is a video game. Trust so I, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I started watching this one, and I thought, man, this feels like a... People feels really like, love this game, too. It's like beloved. I remember I was playing this, and I was like, man, this feels like it would make a really good video game. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and it's like, oh, it is. So first of all, the exact one that's called Trails of Cold Steel has nothing to do with this. I guess maybe since this is Northern War, that it's the same world, but further north, maybe. I don't know. But the the what I saw was like a video game about a bunch of kids in school. There are a there are quite I know a there's few. several of, but they're all yeah. they're trails of whatever. Uh-huh. The one that I saw that was specifically Trails of Cold Steel didn't look anything like this. But okay. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War. Action series, got a group of soldiers. They're doing battle with some random monsters on a snowy tundra. Art style is honestly not great, but it has the kind of goofy charm. The characters are okay. You got the strong, silent lady character. She's your main gal. And then there's these two goofy soldier dudes who never remove their helmet. It like... They really, it felt like they felt like like side characters from a Final Fantasy game. Like they may as well be Biggs and Wedge. Mm. Like I really liked the two dudes who were just like kind of explaining everything. These goofy guys. It's not bad. It's just a little bit boring, and that's mostly because this first episode is like ninety percent exposition. They explain a lot. You're not missing a ton if you skip this one. It is not gonna like top any list, but it's kind of cute. I put it in cliffhanger. Okay, and cliffhanger. Again, high cliffhanger, but it's cliffhanger. Okay. Okay. So find me, let's find me, find me either some good stuff or some garbage, bro. All right, Where's man. Let, let's talk about. Okay. Here's one that I'm interested to see what you you have to say about. Okay. Um, where is it at? Uh, I know I just saw it a second ago. You got a little thingy in front uh, of the TV. You're not missing that, are you? Yeah. Nope. 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 It's Technodroid Overmind. Okay. So, did you watch this one? I sure did. All right. So, this. I, I, I told you, like, you got to check this one out. Not because I thought it was good, but because it was fucking bonkers. Yeah. So, and you know what's funny is I actually forgot what anime you told me to check <laughs> and out. And you ended up just seeing it. Yeah, anyway. I just ended up, I, I was like, oh, this is a new one. So I popped it in the queue. Okay. Um, so this one looks like a slice of life with four ownerless androids trying to pay their bills so they can afford their electric bill, which is kind of fun. Uh, turns out their big plan to make money is to enter a singing competition. So it is, in fact... A bad 3D rig dancey singy show. Here's the thing though. 
the whole time you're watching it, things just feel slightly off. So it's the future. Yeah. And it's so hot that androids can be out and about, but humans can't go outside without special clothing because it's so yeah. fucking hot. And for a while, they try to help this kid find this park he went to when he was younger. Turns out the ocean has ridden enough so that it's flooded now. So yeah. this whole thing is like kind of fucked up and like, oh, man, I guess we never fixed that, huh? And then after the credits, you would never guess the after the credits bit having watched the rest of this episode. It is at least going to get three episodes out of me. I don't know if it'll get anything past that. I have it in cliffhanger. Okay. What do you I think? I actually think that it's a cliffhanger too. Yeah. Yeah, you so I mean, I would have I would have put it snoozing at the lodge. Yeah. For the entirety of the very episode except for except the last Except after the credits. Yeah, which the very is last insane. second. Yeah, so Which it's, is it's properly sure. insane. Do I, I do I know if I'll watch more of it? I don't know. It's it's just wild, man. I'm going to try to give it 3, but Yeah. Yeah, it's I'll a be curious weird to hear what you say. It's fucking strange. All right, what else you got? All right. Well, as it turns out, hey, real quick, y'all, uh, we just we just had a brief. Aside. We clapped in and out. Y'all didn't hear what we talked about. Yeah. So Roger was like, "Hey, there's a show I watched that isn't on here. It's a new show." And I was like, "Is there?" And so he looked it up, and it was something called The Last Summoner that actually came out last year. Apparently, it looks like there was a glitch when he was looking at it, and it only showed one episode. So he thought it was. <laughs> And it was in the it was in the like the recently updated area. Yeah. So maybe they was were it? adding a new language or something. Yeah, that must have been it. Well, so yeah, that probably did happen because sometimes if if it takes that long for them to do a dub, they'll put them up like one at mm-hmm. a time or whatever. So it sounds like uh, Roger didn't watch ten episodes. Yep. <laughs> ten shows. This son season. of a bitch. Oh, he's all bummed out. Well, uh, he didn't like that one anyway. So yeah. It's there you go. Ass. <laughs> um. Okay. What's Ooh. next? Let's go. I can't really read this one, so you're going to have to read it for me. Okay, that is uh, Onimai, I'm Now Your Sister. Uh, so this one. Gender Bender. Yeah, it is a gender bender. It is the second of three gender bender shows we're talking about this season. Um, okay, so Onimai, I'm Now Your Sister. We got a shut-in adult dude who wakes up having transformed into a middle school-aged girl. Apparently, his sister is some kind of genius prodigy, and she slipped him a gender swap Mickey. Now, here's the thing about these gender these gender bin shows is we've seen them before. They can be fun when they're done well. I actually know people like I've got I've got friends who are trans who like enjoy watching these. It's kind of like a fun like thing for them to like you know see how they treat the st- characters and stuff and that kind of thing. Uh, here's the thing with this one though is. Pretty much the whole purpose of this one seems to be just a big excuse for them to loot on a young teen girl because she's actually an adult dude who just got transformed to that. So it's cool, right? No. No, it's bad. This one's yeah. in the chasm, baby. <laughs> I there really. We go, baby. Found one. You found one. Uh, this show fucking sucked. It's like, like so many moments where they're like, just like really zooming in on this very small child's body and i'm like uh no nah. Oh. Mm. nah i don't like that wow come on man all right man What's all next? right let's talk about let's talk about uh Sune? Su- Surune, Surune, the linking shot okay so this is first of all this one's on high dive first of all it's really fucking pretty 
this is a sports show with some high school boys. They are practicing Japanese archery or kudo. Uh, very, very beautifully animated. Very heartfelt. It's a little bit slow. There's really nothing here you haven't seen before. The Frank, the characters are for the most part pretty fucking thin. Uh, maybe that's just the premiere focusing instead of on character development. It focuses on like getting shots of their muscles flexing when they draw the bow and sweeping zooms of arrows flying to the target and that satisfying little when they nail the bullseye. But other series manage to look good and have compelling characters. It's ultimately just a new sport and a fresh, I mean very fresh coat of paint. It's just a little bit fucking boring. So I got it as a snoozer. Snoozing at the lodge. I kind of bummed about that one. It's very pretty. It's very fucking pretty, but it is boring. It's books level boring. Let's talk about Giant Beast of Ours. Okay, so this one, I've seen, like, there's a couple different, like, reviewers and stuff that talk about anime I follow online who I respect their opinions, and they were pretty fucking split on this one. Uh, one of them had it like, yo, this is one of the best series. The other one was like, you know, it's not much of anything. So I was kind of shocked. This one's also on High Dive. Uh, this is a uh, another series, not unlike our uh, uh, Trails of Steel or whatever from earlier, that focuses on armies fighting giant monsters. This one, though, features magical girls that appear, again, they don't explain this, but apparently fuse with these other warriors to give them, like, you know, superpowers or whatever. Uh, we got a washed-up badass dude. We got a mysteriously powerful young woman who's escaping uh, who is escaping captivity there's a war brooming that will split the nation in two and there's a shop girl with a cat on her head now that is a lot to shove into a <laughs> premiere that is the biggest issue with this one is it does a lot of stuff here without really explaining pretty much any of it but it yeah. does look fucking good doing it yeah you showed me some clips from it that's why i picked this one because it's kind of like i had a little bridge there yeah i i um, did like it i i think it looked really cool yeah, it's. I think you. I think you checked this one out on yeah. the high dive. I think okay. you would enjoy it. You actually said that you skipped this one because you thought it looked like, yeah, like an I, old show. I thought the way the thumbnail looked, it looked like you know because high dive puts yeah. in old shows. All it the looked time. like some shit from like you know, and it looked like it was just something they were updating. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's a brand new one. It's kind of got an old school aesthetic, but it is very smooth and it looks good. Uh, the character designs I really like. The animation's pretty sweet. Hopefully, episode two gives us a little more insight into what the fuck's going on here. Uh, but right now, I think it's doing just fine. Doing just fine. Just fine. According to this reviewer. According to a brand bone. What you got <laughs> next? All right, man. Let's talk about uh, one that I actually kind of did want to watch. It, it's in my queue, but I have not watched okay, it. Okay, okay. I wish I would have watched it over the last summer. Yep. Uh, the Ice Guy and his cool female colleague. So Ice Guy and his cool female colleague is the first thing I watched this season. Uh, it is simple but pretty cute it's an office worker romance with some yo yokai flair thrown in which is kind of fun kind of reminds me of uh uh Wodakoi, but not as funny more chill uh that is not a pun i actually say that a couple times in here sorry uh so fuyutsuki is a snowic stoic but kind woman who runs into himuro a man who is descended from a yuki ona or ice woman as such, whenever he gets excited or nervous, uh, these little blizzards pop up around him, which is happening a lot because he and Fuyutsuki will be colleagues at their new office job, and they are clearly crushing on each other. Uh, throw in a Kasune-descended fox girl co-worker and another regular dude, and you've got your main cast. It's a little slow, super chill, not just like that, super chill. The music is super cool. 
the intro sounds like one of those lo-fi beat to study to channels i i really liked it it's just yeah. a little subdued you know you know what i was what made me most curious about this one is because it sounds like it was a romantic comedy mm-hmm. with adults yeah which you know that's what Wodakoi was and Which, i fucking loved yeah, it you know what that that gets an extra point just alone for them being of age yeah because we're we're old as fuck yeah <laughs> but yeah um i i liked it it's a little slow but i think it's still doing just fine it is doing just fine all right what's next uh tell me about sugar apple fairy man sugar apple fairy tale um Oh, I didn't see the tail there. I got this little thing in front of the TV. It's yeah, you got that. some kind of little camera thing. Yeah, it's been it's been blocking my vision of that one spot this entire time. Yeah, this is what you get for not preparing beforehand. Should have moved that. All right, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Man, all right. So this is the one where like I take some stuff that I normally hate and okay, let me just tell you about it. So it's a 15 year old <laughs> girl. She wants to travel to the big city be- to become a master confectionery, just like her mother was. She wants to make other good candies. Uh, but the road there is dangerous. And if, as such, she obtains a warrior fairy bodyguard. Now, when I say obtains, I do mean purchases. So I know you fairies, don't like that very much. <laughs> fairies exist in this world. But the fairies lost a war to the humans a long time ago, and as such, <coughs> they have been subjugated as straight-up slaves. Now, this girl wants to believe that fairies and humans can get along. She doesn't want any of that. She actually stands up for a fairy earlier in the episode. I am making a lot of excuses for her buying a fairy. I'm sorry. So she tells the fairy that she promises this tall, dark, beachy-ass fairy man that she will free him once she makes it to the city. She just needs someone to watch her back with all of the fucking monsters and 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 bandits on the road and uh, so this is like for sure the prettiest fucking show i've watched this season it's goddamn beautiful huh it is the fucking the characters look good the animation looks good the backgrounds are fucking beautiful but man i do not trust these goddamn power dynamics she owns this man quite literally but then again you know, he's a magical being that's decades older than her, and he leans on her fascination with him uh, by preying on her naive teen girl tendencies. Like, she'll be like, I, I just want us, you know, us to be friends if we can. And he, like, kind of hits her with the kabedon, leans over, is like, you and I, we could never be friends. And, like, she's like, oh, like one of those. And I'm like, this is a goddamn minefield, dog. I... I really want to love this show, but it feels like it's going to ask me to excuse a lot of questionable shit. Roger, ask me where I put it. You put it doing just fine. I did. Yeah, I, I, could feel I, it. Just, I could feel it in me loins, boy. I, I don't feel good about it, honestly. It is. I'll say it's the lowest doing just fine. It is very fucking pretty. Okay. I give okay. it one episode, I think, but man. I probably will not watch that. Oh, come um, on. But it's shocking that you said this was uh, the prettiest show because I saw one thing that I was really. You think it was prettier me. than this? All right, all right, we'll see. What I have uh, well, I haven't seen this, so I, I can't oh, okay. say. Okay. Uh, I'm just surprised that you have you've chosen. I this. thought it was beautiful. Okay. To look at. Okay, man. Well, you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about. Shoot. Let's talk about Revenger. Okay, Revenger. First of all, dumb name. Uh, Actually, yes, super edgy. <laughs> It's like it reminded me. Did you me, watch this one? It reminded me of Metal Gear, uh, Metal Gear Revengeance, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. Oh, I'm so glad you watched this one. Which is the worst title in video game history. 
Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else off the top, so yeah, we'll go with it. So this is a vaguely historic action show wherein a samurai is tasked with killing his own father-in-law for dealing opium, only to discover after the deed is done that this clan head who gave the order is the real drug lord, and now they need that samurai dead to cover their tracks. Oh no, betrayed. He ends up being saved by an eccentric group of mercenaries who intend to make right the situation, and we're off to the races. Feels like the kind of thing, like, 10 or 15 years ago, I would have loved this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those. Decently bloody. It's a little goofy at times. There is legitimately a scene where a man kills another man with a sheet of gold leaf, and I wish I was deranged enough to make that up. Yep. It's fine. I don't think I'm going to stick around. What do you think? I think I actually kind of liked it. I thought it yeah. was okay. Um, I thought it was. I liked the blood spray. I liked all the 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 other uh, the other assassins' unique yeah. weapons and stuff, okay. including the gold leaf. You got the girl with the diamond line. I there's first of all, I I feel like this is gonna be one of those where that's a bo- young boy who dresses like a girl. Maybe it is. Yeah. Um, and you got the you got the dude that uh, the chucks the not shurikens or like little talismans or whatever. Yeah. And they're all from a church, so it's like. You know, yeah, the one dude literally has Virgin Mary tattooed on his back. He sure he fucking praying. does. Yeah. As soon as he kills that man I, with the gold I was, leaf. I was slightly intrigued because, you know what, Brandon? I didn't expect it. I just don't trust it to do. I didn't expect it. Look, here, so here's the thing. It's not the worst thing I've seen this season. I had it marked as a cliffhanger. If you want to put it somewhere else, I will let you do so. I think it's I think it's doing just fine. You think so? Yeah. I All think right. it's, I think Revenger is doing just fine. It feels like way it's it's three edgy five me and there's a bit at the very end where like the one for sure female character that they've talked about ends up super dead yeah in like a really kind of super fucked up way and i'm like all right i can see how this is gonna go and i was skeptical about this one because it's from the same studio that did uh uh himono kimono jihan yeah kimono jihan okay. yeah same studio, so I was like, I was like, I know uh, you hated the, the, the animation that show. Was you hated fucking... the character designs. Yes, you hated that dude's glasses. That but I did not hate hair. the character designs in this show. That's okay. Uh, pretty good. I'll, I'll give it three. Okay, I'll give it three. Okay. All right. What's next? All right, man. Let's talk about Unite Up. Okay. So, here's the thing about Unite Up is, uh, last Saturday night, I looked at Crunchyroll, checked the the you know just added section and i put eight different fucking shows into my queue and i was just kind of staring at them like where do i even fucking start do i watch that new trigun do i watch one of these three isekais i ended up landing on unite up with a big exclamation point and i'm thinking you know let me get this boy band idol bullshit out of my way and two minutes in i'm so fucking pissed off because it's actually very good <laughs> I'm very upset by how good it is. You got a high school kid who doesn't know what to do with his life. Uh, he is given He's given up on all of his hobbies and dreams. His best buddy, uh, whose name is Kachan, first of all, and he's like, they never, you almost never see a chubby anime character who's not a punchline. Kachan is your boy. He's like your just cool friend who you hang with. Uh, and he's also into editing and sound design. He's been secretly recording our main dude at karaoke and uploading his music online. That gets him discovered by a fucking label, and the two, and also gets the two of them into a fight. Why were you doing that? He's like, well, blah, blah, blah. like you got nothing else going on. They end up being cool with it. Our dude decides to try out this uh, idol thing. That's the show. So art wise, it's really fucking good. Uh, you know, I hate those fucking 3D rigs for the music bit. 
this show starts with one and it's the best one I've ever seen. I've never seen one of these 3D rig music bits that looked this good. It's actually got shadows, their eyes move and blink and it looks like actual depth and shit. They do a little bit of cell shading. I'm, I was shocked by how much it ended up, I ended up really liking it. Also, I feel like, honestly, it feels like one of those things where like I put it on and I was like, huh, this is bullshit. And the animators looked into the future and knew I was gonna say that and they were like, oh, Brandon's uh, underestimating us. Let's fuck this boy up. Bam! And they did, and it's really fucking good. Um, the music sounds good. I, it's tippy top. I'm shocked. I'm as shocked as anyone to say that this goddamn idol show is tippy top, but it's a fucking tippy top. top. There it is. I it's really, here. I really fucking love this one. What's next? All right. Gotta next, zoom in. Gotta get that next. little zoomy. Okay, dude. Why don't you, Why don't you? Why don't you tell me about uh, Ikaina of the Great Snow Sea? I say so. So, Ikaina of the Great Snow Sea is this the one that you thought looked pretty? Um, I had I did not watch this yet. Okay, so I thought the thumbnail looked pretty. There are so here's the thing about this one. I gotta I gotta start with just building the world here because this one's kind of trippy. So we've got this huge translucent canopy on a hu that's a huge distance above the surface of this planet. It's like a series. It looks like a series of like you know sunglass panes like that are connected, and then there's these. It's held up by a bunch of gigantic trees that are stretching down to the surface of the planet, right? It's there where we meet, where we meet the titular Kaina, a young man who lives in one of these trees and hunts these weird bugs and shit up there. Now, on the planet's surface, it appears to be all water with a layer of snow floating on top, and that's where we see this princess and her guards fleeing from another group. Princess managed to uh, catch a ride on an air balloon type creature, floats up toward the canopy, and that's where kind of ends up like grabbing it when he sees it. he's like what the fuck so really fascinating world really fucking really fucking cool i'm gonna give it three episodes just for the setting if i had to guess i would say this is like far-flung future earth heats up globe floods humans manage to bioengineer some kind of trees and animals oh, to erect boy. a big more global bubble. warming you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so they like somehow bioengineer this big sun-blocking bubble around the earth saves humanity but society crumbles is what i'm guessing it's gonna end up being animation is kind of meh um because all the characters are like not very great cg rigs but like the landscapes are very breathtaking very fucking pretty like when it when you see the beginning of this with homie like walking he looks like he's walking in space but he's walking on a giant bubble above this planet it's really fucking cool to look at. Um, it is not the worst CG I've seen. It pales in comparison to the other, much more dynamic CG series that we will be talking about in a moment. Um, but it I think might have the best animation, in my opinion. Maybe, but this one it's doing just fine. At least for the ones that I saw, for sure. Sure. All right, it's doing just fine. Now, if, if and we'll get to it. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I think it's doing just fine. I I, I liked it. Okay, all right. It's a little slow, but I liked it. All right, brother. Let's let's talk about near uh, automata version one point one a. Well, here we fucking go. So here's the thing about this one, is I feel like if you're watching this, you should probably just play the fucking video game. There's androids. They fight robots. They fly. There's explosions. The first bit with the mech suit thing, I think looks like fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really didn't. It's love weird. It. it it like shifts through so many different styles of animation. Yeah, it like actually. Some of the styles of animation are pretty good. When 2B is 2D, I think it looks yeah. great. When they have, like, there's bits where, like, she's flying in the fucking mech suit flight thing, 
and like she's 2D, but the thing is 3G. And I, I think that looks pretty good. And then it goes into this bit where like you see her do a backflip or something, and the whole thing is CG, including her, and it looks really and bad. And I think that does not look good. It looks real bad. And there's a bit where like it she's looks real stiff. The bit particularly that got it for me was when she was flying into the complex. It looked real bad, I thought. Yeah, and well, there are a lot of scenes where it shifted in and out of that very yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like the animation was moving quite, you know, quite frequently in between different styles. Yeah. And man, it didn't really work. Now, will I watch the show a little more? Yes. Do I own this video game? Yes. Have I played it? Two episodes on the channel when we first started. They're privated. You can't see them. Yeah, you um, definitely did bust a nut when you did the, the sword move. I remember that. Yeah. It's like at the very beginning. <laughs> you like home uh, I think uh, who uh, uh, what's his name? Corey. Yeah. Corey was like, yeah, hit hit triangle and you like hit it and you did a big sword slash and killed like three dudes. You're like, oh yeah. It's yeah. fucking great. Uh I do I you know, no matter which way this this show goes, I still want to play that game. I have it. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna try to play it this year. It's it's um, one of those series that like I'm constantly like you, you know near Automata, near the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you gotta play ammo, you gotta play through near like four times and get all these swords to get the true ending. And I'm like, I this sounds like too much work. Does sound don't like know. a lot of work. If but they yeah. make if they make the game short enough for you to be able to play that many times, nah, it might be okay. Yeah, they, uh, here they don't. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, for me, the best part of this episode was the bit at the very end where they have a little puppet 2B and 9S explaining how they're going to try to show. That part was good. It was really cute. They're going to try to show all the game's endings. It was cute. It was fun. That bit. The rest is a little slow and serious in a way that I think clashes with the giant mm. 3D rig robots. Yep. Looks a little goofy to be so serious. But yep. it's not the worst. I am. I mean, for me, I got it in cliffhanger. I'm going to put it in cliffhanger, too. Okay. Yep. I feel like that, I think that I feel like that's fair. Near heads, if you love near, come on, you know the game's better than this, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe this will get better. You know, it's not maybe, done yet. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Tomo Chan is a girl. So this is like I think the second thing I watched this season. Rom com with a tough girl tomboy who confesses to her childhood friend, her male childhood friend, and he's like, "Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Let's get to school." It's like, that's it. Like he doesn't see her as a as a He's female a big, present. Stupid idiot. Well, big so dummy. It is unclear at first whether he just doesn't think of her as a girl or he literally thinks she's a boy. They have like a flashback bit where like they didn't see each other through like elementary and they see each other in like uh, a little bit later and he's like, "You wearing a skirt? Yeah, that is weird." <laughs> like, okay, do you not? Do you literally not know that she's a girl? He definitely does, though, because there's a bit where they're walking in the rain and uh, her shirt is so soaked and clinging to her giant titties that he's like, Ugh! so he knows what's up. Uh, it's fine. There's a little fan service. -y. Supporting characters are at least interesting. I just feel like I've seen similar shows and I don't really trust them, this one to not get weird. I'm in for right now, but okay. it's still, I'm still putting it in cliffhanger. Okay, it's a cliffhanger. You could do worse. All right. All right, man. Tell me about. Uh, tell me about Epon again. Epon again. Um, it's a high dive show. We got another one from High Dive. We got a middle school girl who vows to quit judo after this last competition. She's done with judo. Fuck judo. Um, she she's tired of like you know dealing with. I think she says broken bones and concussions. Hey, I, I get you, girl. I wouldn't want to either. She just wants to focus on her studies uh, for the upcoming high school semester and get herself a boyfriend. However, when the girl she faced in that last competition also ends up at her school, 
she and her friends get pulled right back in uh, to the judo. This one looks really great. It sounds really great. You can really see the force of these throws and feel the hits when they smack the mat. Ultimately, this one's got an edge on other sports series this season, like I said, because the characters feel very real and relatable. I just, I really, watching this episode, I really understood what all these characters' motivations were, and I really liked them. Okay. It's a tippity top. Okay, tippity top. Epon again is very good. It's Bam. a very good sports anime. All right, man. After one episode, anyway. These are all vibe checks, of course. Why don't you tell me about Spy Classroom? Man. Man. <laughs> man, I don't man we got, like, more spy stuff. I don't <laughs> we know, do got some more spy stuff. So this one's also on high dive. After a great war leaves numerous casualties across the globe, the world powers have fallen into a cold war. Now, a group of seven young women have been called from various spy schools to learn under a new teacher, a man who calls himself the greatest spy in the world. He aims to get them up to his level, and together they're going to take on a quote-unquote impossible mission. Here's the problem. They're all shitty students. Literally, they got volunteered from this from their spy schools because they were the bottom of their classes, and he is a shitty fucking teacher. Lesson one, lockpicking. You see how easy I did that? Now you do it. You just... What do you mean, how do you do it? You just use the lockpick good. That's how you do it. Come on, why aren't you doing it? You just got to use it. You do the lockpick good. Yeah. Come on. End of lesson. What do you mean you need more explanation? Yeah. So the art is okay. The story is kind of whatever. It's a little bit fan y And it's also just kind of slow in the premiere. It's all right. Okay. I got it a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. Bam. Again, cliffhanger doesn't mean I'm out. It just means pretty average. Okay, tell me about Malevolent Spirits Monogatari. Uh, Manonogatari. Manonogatari. Malevolent Spirits Manonogatari. Malevolent Spirits Manonogatari. Okay, so I gotta, I gotta say this word. Tsuko Mogami, probably saying that wrong. Tsuko Mogami are spirits that have possessed objects and achieved a physical form. Okay. The Sinome clan are responsible for assisting these spirits out of the human realm and back into the spirit realm, usually peacefully by talking to them. However, one young man in the clan despises these spirits and attacks them on sight. So, to rehabilitate him, his grandfather sends him to a house where several of these spirits live peacefully with their human master. The animation does not quite stand up to the action this premiere wants to give you, but most of the time it's working out pretty good. It's just not very gripping it feels like a less intense jujutsu kaisen the dude even wears like a blue jacket with a red scarf that kind of looks like itadori's like red hoodie under his school jacket you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. interestingly though this show did come out uh the manga for this one came out before jujutsu kaisen so what am huh. i talking about huh. interesting but honestly it's <laughs> like <laughs> if, if 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 this show had made it to the screen before jujutsu kaisen i might be having a different conversation but it's a little boring uh, I got it in cliffhanger. It is indeed a cliffhanger. Yep. Okay, man. Let's uh the final eight. Yep. Let's talk about let's talk about Handyman Saito in Another World. I know you watched this one. I did watch this one. Uh, Handyman Saito in Another World is a collection of comedy shorts rather than a typical. Here's how he died. Here's him getting reincarnated. Show. Uh, it features Saito, the titular handyman, who goes dungeon delving with his party. I really like the character designs. You got the wizard. 
Mm -hmm. He's wearing a wizard robe. You got the knight. She's got cool armor on. You got Saito. He is just wearing a goddamn jumpsuit, some tennis shoes, yeah, and a blue, fucking tool belt. Jumpsuit. <laughs> he just, it, like, just that visual is pretty fucking funny. Uh, it's He's your everyday funny. Tim Allen, you know? Yeah, it had me cracking up. I can't do the thing. I can't do it. Uh, it's legit funny. It had me cracking up a few times. Yeah. We'll see how long it can keep that goofy pre premise going, but right now I am in. What do you think, man? Uh, I thought that it was really good. Um, I thought I thought the, the cute segments were really good. Mm -hmm. I thought the uh, the adventuring segments were also really good. Yeah. The backstory segments, hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I also really like the format of this show. Yeah, how it's just like little shorts. It kinda, yeah, it kinda it's like, just a um, bunch of little shorts. Yeah. It reminds me of Asobi uh, yep. Asobase yep. or Honda San. Yep. Um, it's cute. I yeah, liked it. I liked it. I think it's tippity top, dude. You think so? I had it in doing just fine. If you want a tippity top, I'll I, take I think it. It, I think it goes tippity top right around here. Right Can you believe <laughs> we currently have two isekais? I know, top. and I watched both of them. Fucking crazy. Disagree. Fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. All right, what's next? Well, let's go to uh, let's go to another isekai over here. Farming life in another world. All right, you found some garbage. Uh, so farming life in another world starts with a dude living in a small village that he's apparently the mayor of. That is a flash forward. Uh, he's surrounded by a dozen or two big titty ladies. Then we flash back to see how he got there. Dude had a real shitty life. God reincarnates him. Dude's like, I just want to chill out and farm. So God secures him a magic farm tool. And then it's about 17 minutes of him narrating how he dug a well. Then made a toilet. Then made a fire. Then I made a fence. <laughs> and then I dug a trench. And then I made a shack. And then I met a dog. And then the dog had puppies. And then I made a house. It's a little too chill, is what I'm saying. Mm. It's a snoozer. It's a fucking snoozer. Snoozing at the lodge, huh? Okay. Yeah, I was not into that. <laughs> Sorry. Look, you got all these big titties over here. There's there's a there's a lot of big titty ladies at the beginning of this one, and I'm like, all right, all nice. right. Like literally, it's it's. You him. might be wondering how I ended up here. So it's him, like a dozen and a half, two dozen big titty <coughs> ladies. There is one in the beginning bit. They show one old man standing on his porch, so he's just an old guy. And there's a lizard person who is presumably male because they're not wearing shirts. And, like, if, if that is supposed to be a lizard lady, I don't believe it because these kind of shows always get the lizard lady big titties even though lizards don't have titties. So kind of kind of real dumb. I mean, why are you hating on the lizard ladies, dude? I'm not hating on them. I'm, say, I'm hating on boring fucking character designs. You ever, like, like, okay, great example, obviously, fucking slime. All right, mm -hmm. slime. You got those dragon dudes. They look like dragons. They got little wings. Great. That's the, that's what they look like when they leveled yep. up. You know what the li dragon lady looked like when she leveled up? Regular ass lady with titties, and Beautiful. she's got little like dra tiny little dragon wings. Boring. Love her. Like, come on. Oh, I I can't get my dick hard unless she looks like a regular lady. Like, can oh, you, you can still can make you her fuck green. off. They don't though. They don't. That's the problem. <laughs> anyway. You can still make her green. You can give her a few skills. Yeah, know? they don't, though. All right, what's next? This will make my pee, pee hard, you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, let's shoot for what I think could be trash. I'm I'm, I'm trying right. to dig them out right now. All right. Uh, let's go with uh, Ayakashi Triangle. Hey, you nailed it, baby. Ayakashi Triangle. Uh, a powerful Ayakashi. That's a type of spirit. Plans to devour a young girl and take her spiritual energy. However, her childhood friend and crush happens to be an exorcist ninja and battles the fiend. The spirit zaps him with a gender swap spell. 
and now he's a girl with tig old bitties and there's a lot of awkward censoring so lots of lingering shots of the thighs and chests in the intro of this episode animation's pretty stiff story is paper thin as bad as chasm and it's in the chasm. I, I didn't like it would, it would it make these shows better if we didn't have to deal with the censoring it would i honestly probably but this one was just like I, it's it's leaning way too hard into the fan service stuff, okay, man. I okay. just really okay. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Especially after again, I know I keep bringing it up, but after watching like Akiba Made War, which managed to have really compelling characters, really great story, and zero 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 fan service, like there's really no excuse for these. I, I, it really is just getting to the point that like I'm finally at that point where I'm like, hey, you're only putting in all these ass and titties because you know you got a shitty show. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, tell me about the Tale of the Outcasts. Tale of the Outcasts. Uh, first of all, Outcasts, my favorite rap group. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Tale of the Outcasts, a young orphan girl in the custody of a corrupt priest is the only person in London who can see a demon walking the streets. The demon, bored as he is with his immortality, befriends the girl and tells her stories each night. Meanwhile, a pair of holy knights are looking for any and all demons to eradicate, and one of these knights is, for sure, that little orphan girl's long-lost brother. Quality is a little swingy. So it goes from looking, like, pretty fucking good, actually, particularly the intro and outro, to the actual, like, scenes in the show looking not very good. Character designs are kind of cool. The demon is like a rad lion dude with this long red hair. I, I don't... I want to give it three, but it's kind of meh. I got it as a cliffhanger. Okay. It's hanging on that cliff, dude. There's a lot of cliffhangers to see. We're about to get two rows of cliffhangers, baby. Yep. Let's see what happens, dude. What's next? Let's see what happens when we pick out Buddy Daddies. Okay. Buddy Buddy Daddies. Did you watch this one? Uh, Yes, I did. All right. Buddy Daddies. Uh, An odd couple pair of mercenary hitmen end up caring for a young girl named Miri. Simple prayer premise, great action sequences, really good car chases. Animation's decent. There's yep. a couple points where I'm like, eh, it's a little weird CG with that door or whatever. But mostly, it just looks good. Characters are very likable. Easily one of my favorite premieres this season. Doesn't shy away from blood, which may be a bit jarring between scenes of these girls, I mean, yeah. these dudes watching after this cute little kid. But I think it works most of the time. It, it's going to give me something to hold over from Spy Family, you know? Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's a much closer to Spy Family than Spy Classroom. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, and the I girl, the it, it, we didn't get much of the girl in the first episode, but she was real cute. She is cute. She ain't. She, ain't she no was Anya. so fucking happy to be there. Yeah, man, she was having a great time. Yeah, the bit where she's she like, Moe a. She sees that fucking cake and she's like, it's tasty. I bet it's real tasty for sure. And he's like, do you want to try some? And she's like, yeah. And she just, nope. yeah. Nope. He's like, nope. he, and he's on the phone <laughs> to his partner. He's like, she, she's, eat, she's eating the cake. She likes it a lot. <laughs> it's it's so nice to be appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> It's very cute. These guys are a couple of clowns, but yeah, they're 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 really cute. The, it's the show. I have I have high hopes for this show. I think it's very cute. I had it as a doing just fine. Do you think it's Tippity Top? Um, hmm, you know what? Oops. I think I think doing just fine at the very top of doing it's just a, fine. It's a high doing just fine. I'll yep. take it. All right. We got. I, three I think left. it has. I think it has great potential to become a Tippity Top. All right. Fair enough. What's next? Uh, let's see. Let's go with. Oh, Andrew, tell me about a high card here. All right, so Look at this ragtag bunch of bitches on this this thing right here. High card's kind of a trippy one. Um, so hang on, let me get it pulled up here. Doop, doop. Where the fuck? Oh, there's too many. Where the fuck? 
I definitely I typed fuck? in high school so many times that it's finding all those that are high card. Here we go. High card. So this is an action series uh, where a street-level thief and grifter unwittingly finds himself at odds with super-powered dudes fighting over magical playing cards. So, like, literal ten to diamonds and five of hearts that grant these incredible abilities. And, ah, I can see it now. This is one where, like, first of all, this show really fucking wants you to think it's cool. Like, is it cool? It's trying real hard. Like, again, this is one that 10 or 15 years ago, I would have been all the fuck about it, right? It's a little too edgy. It's goofy as fuck. Um, so, like, okay, this guy's got the five of hearts, with the, which apparently makes him, like, heal super fast, right? Okay, cool. This guy's got the ten of diamonds, makes him super lucky. Like, he literally is playing cards. He's like, shing, does the does the fucking flexes his knuckles and all of a sudden he's got a straight flush wow crazy shit like that what happens if you're the ace of spades don't know yet you know those are going to be like the super powerful one in fact i got some predictions here most powerful cards are definitely going to be the aces face cards you know you're going to think we've seen all of the cards we've seen all 52 and then someone's going to whip out the fucking joker yeah. you know it's coming there's going to be a bit where like at the end of the show when this one's over and i don't know if i'll make it there but when this one's over the bad guy's going to have assembled the full deck but then the hero's gonna stop them and scatter the cards again probably screaming 52 pickup when they yeah. do some bullshit like 52 that 52 pickup you fucking nerd the art's alright the characters are just a bunch of dudes dropping these quips as they blast each other's heads off it's the kind of thing that I would have been super into a few years ago but right now it's just okay it's a cliffhanger it's a cliffhanger alright there it goes there's your second row alright we made you it you wanted it you got it baby you fucking got it baby you gotta zoom back out motherfucker how you like that shit I don't like, how you like that shit I don't baby. actually I don't actually like that a whole lot <laughs> alright what's next alright I know what's next Kubo won't leave me or let, let me, me be invisible Kubo won't let me be invisible this one's on high dive we got a plain young man with no presence cellophane Mr. Cellophane should have been his name me and the girl watched chicago a couple nights ago it's a scene from that one you see right through him you walk right by him and not even know he's there that's literally this dude's deal his classmates don't even notice he's there his teacher thinks he's absent when he never misses a class even the teller at the corner store thinks that someone just left merchandise on the counter when he's trying to check out he is treated like a fucking cryptid an invisible boy oh i i hear if you see what's his butt uh that he'll actually have good luck for the year shit like that Except there's one girl in the class, the titular Kubo, who wants to get closer to him. Oh, that's kind of nice. The thing is, getting closer to him means she likes to tease him, getting him to do embarrassing stuff to see if anyone will notice, sitting in his lap to make him squirm, shit like that. It's not as bad like as that Nagatoro show. Don't tease me, Miss Nagatoro. Um, people that love one, that show. People love that show. I wasn't that into it. That one's like a little bit more like... Uh, in your face about it. Yeah, you felt like, it was more mean. Yeah, she's a little... I mean, she's a little mean, but she's really, like, up in it. Like, you can tell she's absolutely fucking with this dude. This one's a slightly more chill version of that, but... I don't know. It was kind of cute. Um, it's a decent art style. It's got really good blobby faces. Uh-huh. It's a little slow. I don't know. I, I It's not really my flavor of rom-com, so, again, I got it at a cliffhanger as well. Okay. And now... The grand finale. Yep. You know what you it know, is. You know, I like to save the the most hype anime of the of the season for last. You sure do, bud. I like to get that read on it, you know. And I have saved Trigun Stampede. Now, I have seen opinions about this show. Mm. I've seen a lot of opinions from people who haven't watched this show yet. Mm. Interesting. Trigun Stampede. 
On a desert planet known as No Man's Land, life is hard and folks have to be harder. A young reporter and her senior travel the desert for scoops and run across Vash the Stampede, an apparently dangerous criminal who can level entire cities. However, he seems to be more of an affable goofball than a killer. It's Trigun. It's back. It looks fucking beautiful. Studio yeah. Orange done put their dick in this one. They're handling business. Yeah. Few changes like Millie doesn't appear to exist at all. Maybe she'll yeah. show up. It's he rad does, as fuck, He does dude. not have a metal arm. It's a land of luscious arm. Yeah, it's like some kind of weird crystal thing. Yeah, it's like it's like the spot like a like it's bone. Yeah, man. It's you, look, look, man, like. if it was you can't have it exactly the same. Final Fantasy well, Seven sure. remake. It can't be yeah, exactly the same. I didn't say that, but I was saying that was a change. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. No, I mean what I'm saying is like I know there's people out there who are gonna be like, ooh, they changed this, they changed that. Look at his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his hair he looks, looks fucking so rad metro. As shit. What, you're not into that? I mean, I think it looks great. I think he's cutie. Where's glasses? I, yeah, he's I just think my design. The, I think his design looks fine. Yeah, I think um, it looks great. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Do it's, I uh, like the old design? Sure, but I mean, I think this looks good. Yeah, this is the. This is I don't the thing know about, that the old design would fit as well into this one. No, not. But you get really cool. Uh, they pay homage to it. Yeah, it's super, super, super fucking dynamic as Studio Orange oh, yeah, tends it to be. Is. It's fucking glorious. And they, they do, like, when you first see him, he's hanging upside down, so, like, he has the spiky hair right there. Yeah. Uh-huh, kind of fun. Well, and you look at the flyer, and it looks a lot like him, mm-hmm. like the original flyer. Yeah. And then they give you these really beautiful scenes at the end, these hand-drawn... Uh, so good. Yeah. It, it's very pretty. It's really good. It's fucking Trigun, baby. Yeah. It was I always, like all the designs. So it was I always going to be a good. Top. It was always yeah, going to be a gonna, top. It's definitely going to the tippy top. But, yeah, this is the show that I thought was, you know, I didn't see the one show, but I definitely thought the show was Well, I will say beautiful. again, so with this one, like. Studio Orange is fucking unparalleled. In terms of animation and everything, At least yes, anime. It's, it's absolutely up there. It's very dynamic, very good looking, really great. When I say beautiful, I mean, like, the backgrounds in that show look like a goddamn painting. Like, they're really fucking pretty. Um, but this one, yeah, absolutely beautiful show. Uh, really enjoyed it. It's Trigun, baby. It's back. It's better than ever. And I loved it. And it's better than ever. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we got our fucking list. Shall we Shall we run down them real quick? Yeah, man. Go ahead. All right. Snoozing at the Lodge. I'm not going to read the whole titles because they're too goddamn long. Saving 80,000 gold in another world, blah, blah, blah. Ningen Fushin, the Ice Blade Sorcerer Show of the World. Surune, the Linking Shot, Farming Life in Another World. Those motherfuckers put me to sleep. Glacial Chasm, the actual garbage that should be in hell. Onimai, I'm now your sister in Ayakashi Triangle. Not that much this season. Not bad. Cliffhangers, my god, there's a lot of them. The angel next door spoils me rotten. Chilling in my 30s after getting fired. The reincarnation of the strongest exorcist. Endo and Kobayashi live. The legend of heroes. Trails of cold steel. Technoroid Overmind. Near Automata version 1.1a. I know someone's going to be pissed about that. Tomo-chan is a girl. Spy classroom. Malevolent spirits. Mononogatori. Uh, the Tale of the Outcast, High Card, Kubo Won't Let Me Invisible. Those, pretty average, not going to lie. They're not bad, but they're not, you know, the best. They got some room to grow. You know what's better than those? Are fall. Our Doing Just Fine series, including Buddy Daddies, The Magical Real Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess, Reborn to Master the Blade, Giant Beasts of Ours, The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague, Sugar Rapper Fairy Tale, which I still don't feel great about but god damn it that's where to put it revenger kinda of the great snow sea those are pretty good but you know what they're not they're not on the tippity goddamn top those are top five epon again unite up handyman saito in another world campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill 
and Trigun Stampede, which is probably our number is funniest. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Uh, if I'm going to pick one that's not a remake, I'd probably put Epon up there. It's really good. But okay. yeah, they're all pretty sweet. A um, lot of good shows this season. A lot of very average shows, but a lot of good shows this season. Uh, and that will bring us to the end of this one. Fuck me. We did it, Roger. We all 33 show, episodes. All thir 33 shows. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about, or should I hit the no, plugs? No, really, dude. You can hit the plugs. Hit them plugs. Get the fuck on out of here. Thank you so much for checking it out. If While you, you're hitting the plugs, I'm going to check some stuff. Okay, quick. you do that. If you disagree with anything we've said here, and I, I, I know you fuckers do, that's all right. Uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to just you know talk about it and present our own bullshit. So by all means, if you want to tell us about anything uh, that you watched or you have any opinions on these shows, you want to tell us what oh, did or didn't gone. happen. Uh, what do you... What do you I was looking for the winter 2022, see if it was still there. It should be. It just, it might, I might have typed it in wrong. I might have put in, like, winter 2022 new anime or something. Yeah, that's whatever. Yeah. Try, uh, can you click my little face there, and we'll cut this if we have to? No, we'll, you, there yeah. you go. There we go. There's all the different ones I made. Okay, there we go. Yeah, new anime winter 2022. There we go. That's what I want. What are you Let's looking for? Let's see here. All right. Where is that I'm son of a bitch? What, you looking for the last summoner thing? Yep. That one, I thought it said spring 2022. Oh, did it say it spring? Dicks. I thought it did. And I don't know if I actually... I don't remember watching that one. Spring 2022. There it is. On top right. There we go. Let's go. You guys are in for this ride. All right, let's check it. I don't, I don't know if I watched that one or not. I might have missed it. Yeah. It might have came out late in the season. Because there are... So that's a thing. There are a couple... Like, you see here, we actually had summertime rendering and some other stuff up here that hadn't come out at the time. Apparently, it's on Hulu Black now. Rock Shooter. Yeah, they're on Hulu now. Anime News. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, those are apparently finally dropped on Hulu. Wow, dude, that was a tippity top. We, were, we got that we fucking shit. Knew. We fucking yep. knew, baby. Dance, 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 Yours up there. That one's really good. Haran San's really good. Your boy Kong Ming's really good. Yeah, these were our soul reads. Yeah, those are soul reads. Uh, but yeah, there's... So that's... What, what the fuck was I about? Oh, there's a couple shows that haven't aired yet. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, Fire Hunter should be out. I don't know jack shit about that one, but the image for it, the cover image, looks pretty fucking good. So that one might be decent. Man, Mars Red had a really fucking killer premiere, and then the show it, the, after that, it got kind of real boring. Had Vivi at C. Had it yeah, C, baby. Nah, that, that one should have moved up. Move. Uh, well, hang, no, this is off one episode, so we shouldn't move <laughs> on. <laughs> Burning comedy probably could have dropped a little lower. Anyway, comedy, 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 comedy. S S S S Danazanon. Uh, yeah, man. So, see, now you're distracting me. Goddamn it! I got to do these plugs. Get those plugs, dude. Actually, you don't have to. This is 2023. We don't have to do plugs anymore. I'm doing it anyway. Fuck you. So, oh god. Everybody, All of our results are gone. If you want, <laughs> nice one. You didn't save it, you fool. Do we normally just, save just it? Hit back a few times and see if it. back again all right gonna have to level that there you go buddy look at you save it for you very nice uh yes if you want to tell us your opinions on any of this bullshit and how wrong i am and how it's okay that i'm wrong or it's not okay that i'm wrong by all means leave us a comment if you're on the youtube channel rapid kick media you can comment like subscribe and go ahead and click that bell so we can see notifications you know if you're cool it'd be nice whatever you, you can get on the discord and tell him he's wrong you can get on the discord and tell us we're wrong we also got a bunch of other uh uh, 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 social media that we may or may not use. All of those will be linked in the description wherever you listen to this. If you're on the podcast feed, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, with your podcatcher of choice. Go ahead and leave us a five-star uh, and comment. That's how we get the word out and more people hear about us. We'd love to get more good buddies in here uh, so we can all, you know, watch what we love and discuss it together. Thank you so much for tuning in, even if you tuned out immediately when I put uh, fucking Ningen Fushing in the snoozing because you actually thought that show was really good. Sorry. Uh... Beyond that, I want to give a shout out to our musicians. Thank you, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, for the use of our opening theme, Paper Doll. That song is only available on Married with Sea Monsters.bandcamp.com, but they got some other tracks. You can find them on the YouTube and the Spoofy. They're pretty good stuff. We also want to get, uh, thank you, Married with Sea Monsters, again. We also want to give a shout out to our good buddy Haas for our closing theme on the YouTube portion of the show. That song is called The Buddy's Good. That's Haas, aka Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. That's all one word, Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. And Dungeon Witch on youtube one more time thomas tastes better on instagram and dungeon winch on youtube thank you again haas and finally a shout out to our good buddy a petty theft i don't know if it's picking up the stits 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 oh there you go pretty good uh that is how it's pronounced two p's at the beginning two t's at the end petty theft for the closing theme on the podcast portion of the show, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Thank you again, Papetti Theft. You can find Pap at Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud at Papetti Theft. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We got to the end of it. Roger, do you have one to take us out on? I don't, dude. You got one? Fuck, man. I don't know. Well, shit, dude. Shit, man. Wasn't what's a? He's talking about a video game or something. staring at me like my face is made of cheese. Well, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Anime Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. Fuck Vince McMahon. No chance. That's just what you got.